Hello everyone, this is John Asplund, Superintendent of District 205. Thank you for tuning into the Galesburg 205 podcast. We'll be talking to many different people within the school district during these podcasts and each month after board meetings, I'm always happy to welcome in President Rod Sherpy and uh, we had a board meeting on Monday night and so President Sherpy is here with me today. Welcome Rod. Oh, welcome, good morning. Thanks for having me. So we're going to talk a little bit more subdued today because our special guest is asleep in his car seat. So <laughs> we're going to try to make sure we keep a, keep it to a dull roar here. So um, so we have a very unique situation, at least for me, uh, for this board meeting. So uh, this is my 20th year being a superintendent. I've missed exactly two board meetings, and this was one of them. <laughs> so uh, the board was kind enough to, to have the meeting without me and just keep going. So when I'm asking... Rod, what happened? I'm I'm genuinely asking because I I wasn't there, uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and just get started. The the, the meeting started uh, at seven o'clock, and uh, we had uh, a few presentations to the board. So if you want to, yep, uh, talk about that or any recognition of public comments or anything that, that happened in, in that area too. I don't want to give that short shrift. Oh yes, yeah. so we did have uh, three people speak uh, during the public comments. Okay, and. Uh, you know, the, the gist of what they were talking about is they all expressed concerns about changing the building start times. Okay. Okay. And, you know, they, they all provided some, some good information for the board. Um, afterwards, we did have uh, three presentations. Um, the, the first presentation was what, one of my favorites is we recognized uh, athletics and went to oh, yeah. state medalist. So that's, that's always pretty exciting when we uh, recognize achievement. Um, so we had bowling, golf, and wrestling. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Chloe Day. Mm -hmm. you know, wow. You know, I, I understand she broke every record. Yeah. For bowling in the high school, so she's uh, well. She, she set the bar for uh, the future. Our first bowlers. year together, she came as an eighth grader, and we were talking about how excited we were to have four years of her in bowling. And man, those four years went really fast. And right. she was has been a very accomplished bowler for us. So we're gonna. Definitely miss her next year. Let's see. Uh, wrestling, we had uh, uh, two of the three uh, state qualifiers. Uh, uh, senior Jeremiah Morris wasn't able to, to attend, yeah. uh, but we had two sophomores, uh, Rocky and Gage. They, yeah. uh, you know, did a great job, and it's exciting that they're they're sophomores. So, you know, look forward to seeing them again and what they do the next couple of years. Yeah, they've really started to build a pretty, uh, pretty deep wrestling program there. Right. So we're really starting to turn the corner there. It's exciting. Yep. And um, we had Jason with the, the golf program. And uh, again, you know, uh, another another great golfer from right. Galesburg. Yeah, so, we've uh, had a lot of those. You know, look forward to seeing the, the good things that he does in the future. Yeah, yeah. So he's coming back. So that's yep. uh, that's exciting, too. So uh, and then we had uh, what uh, Churchill goal uh, updates, right? Yep. That was our next presentation. Um, I, I kind of changed the order that's because I, I wanted to have the state medalist uh, recognized first. Uh, we had Nick Young, uh, principal at Churchill Junior High, and uh, he gave us a presentation, basically, uh, you know, talking about the the goals that the the school board had set um, for reading, math, and attendance, mm -hmm. and uh, you know where they're at as far as achieving those goals and what they're doing to get there. Um, you know, they're they're doing some good things there, but you know, we we still have you know opportunity for growth. So right. um, it was nice hearing that presentation, and then. Uh, we had a, a third presentation that was uh, um, wasn't on the, the schedule, but the gentleman was there from a clean energy design, mm -hmm. and he gave us an update on our solar construction. Right, um, and uh, just a, a quick summary of, of of what he was talking about is 
we, we still have solar panels that at Silas Willard that we want to install on the, the parking lot. So it's, it's going to be pretty neat because it's going to have a dual function. It's going to be covered parking. Yeah. So that'll benefit the, the staff when they're, they're parking at the school, whether right. it's for snow or for really hot sunny days. Yeah. So in August some, and January, right. that'll be a pretty great place to park. And on top of that will be uh, solar panels. Um, so, so that's, you know, that, that's pretty neat. Um, I forget what he said. The enrollment like, software is the other thing you had to talk about. Yes. Right? Um, the, the community solar subscription. Mm -hmm. That was another, that's a, a, a big portion of the program here is uh, um, hopefully in time for the next uh, student enrollment, they're going to have software set up and we'll actually have a computer here, according to him, okay. where people can come and enroll into this community solar subscription program. And, um, uh, I guess a, a Reader's Digest version of that is it's uh, um, a solar energy program for low-income families yes. in Galesburg. Yes, qualified you know. low-income families can get essentially cheaper power. Yes, yeah. You know, so again, that's a, you know, when that gets up and running, uh, that'll be a win-win for the school district and for the community. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to getting that yep. done. It's uh, sitting out here outside of our office, and I know they've had some delays with uh, – uh, transformers and things like that. There's so. a, the transformer, I guess it's been on back order for quite some time, Yeah, um, which we've been experiencing those. So I can certainly understand. So we'll, we'll see. And then, um, the, the fencing around the solar panel, um, I guess that's on back order too. So, you know, the, you know, would like to get that, that fencing up and, um, uh, and member lion, you know, mentioned to him the condition of the, the surrounding field and he assured right. us that they're going to get the ruts out from all the heavy equipment because yeah, there are definitely that, that a is a field that does get used Absolutely. in the summertime by yeah. you know i know you know youth baseball and football and stuff goes yep. out there and does practice and some soccer and stuff so we still want those fields to be usable absolutely so um so then we moved on now uh, we had the consent agenda which we, yeah you know, roll through that's that, routine which, stuff once again that's the bills and all sorts of stuff it's actually most of our agenda right uh if you're reading it but uh that's you know if we went and voted on all those individually we'd have a seven hour meeting so yep. uh that's why those are in there like that and then we go to focus area one relevant skills that lead to employability and so we had a number of things that were going on there so um, go ahead and... our first report was from the student council okay great. Well, always glad to see them there and this was a kind of a short report, but they had two items. Uh, one of them is they're going to do another blood drive. This will be the third blood drive, wow. and that'll be on April 3rd. Great. So hope to see people there. Are they having it there at the uh, Common Grounds in the Commons area there, too, just like last time? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. And then on the same day, there's a, a fundraiser, basketball uh, shooting hoops yeah. program, um, which... Um, that's a great program. Yeah. So we haven't been able to do it for a couple of years because of COVID. So yes, I'm excited to see that as well. Wonderful. Um, our next report was uh, from uh, Dr. Sprinter, the curriculum report. And uh, she, she did something in, in addition to her usual report as to what's going on with curriculum in the district. She gave a real nice uh, summary of a, like a, a five-year summary explaining the accomplishments that we've achieved for Great. our curriculum and you know how we got there and uh, you know years ago when, when you first came here we went out to the community and we asked everybody that you know what do they want from right their school district right and you know part of it was you know emphasized curriculum and she talked about you know what we have done since there and 
it was quite an exhaustive list. You know, it's it'd probably be a, you know, <laughs> to, to summarize that in any detail would be a, you know, pretty extensive. Well, I think that's, you know, really important for those right. summaries to happen because if, if all you do is go from month to month and look at things in isolation, you start to lose the fact that we did go out and talk to the community. We did listen. We took extensive notes. We made right. extensive plans and we've actually carried out most of those plans in the last four years. Well, uh, it, it reminded me of the, the state medalists. You know, they, they all got there by setting goals right. when they were younger. That's a great and, analogy. And, uh, you know, we, we're kind of doing the same thing that, that they're doing. We, you know, we set these goals, you know, five years ago. Right. And, you know, we're it, t- it takes incremental steps to get there. And, you know, it's it's still a, a work in progress. You know, um, we, we haven't. No, you know, achieve the state championship, no. yet, but that that is our goal. We're getting and, closer. Uh, yeah. So, well, good. I'm glad that uh, that that longitudinal view was able to be given. Yep. And then, so after her report, we had the special ed report special and then ed some ed action report. items. Yep. Um, let's see. Yeah, and with the the action items, um, again, the big thing with that was uh, the things that most people have been talking about. You know, um, because next year we are changing from by contract mm-hmm. um all teachers are going to be working an eight hour day yep. so and that's going to impact all all of our buildings yep and as part of that we're changing from a four block schedule at the high school to seven seven periods seven day. periods mm-hmm. right so that all requires some time changes right so um the first recommendation was the scheduling proposal which that's what what goes on between when the students get there and when they leave right you know, whether we do one long period right. or we break it into seven periods and one lunches and right. all that. And, uh, you know, they gave those pr- presentations. And so that was all approved. Um, then what I, at least the feedback I got from the community and from the, 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 the public commentators uh, was concerning the building start times. Right. You know, um, we as a board, we had asked administration to say, to give us some options. Right. And one of the things that was presented to us was starting the high school later. Right. Because there's all kinds of scientific research talks about adolescent brain development and how they, you know, they really work better if they can sleep in. Right. And there are some states that don't even allow you to start high school until 830. Right. So, so we looked at it, but, you know, at, at least at this point in our community and the fact that we do have you know, the transportation issues, you know, we don't have just one facility, we right. have, you know, multiple buildings and busing. Um, we decided to, to go basically keep the same start times that we currently have. Right. Um, and the, the end times will be extended at some buildings. Right. So I, I'm going to summarize them real quick at the, the K, K4 schools, um, Steele, Silas and King. Um, students will still be starting at 8 15 a.m and they'll be getting out at 3 30 p.m so they'll actually be starting 45 minutes earlier than they do now right but they'll end at the same time right yeah yeah Yeah, my my mistake yeah um at lombard um which is the five six building they'll be starting at 8 a.m and ending at 3 15 p.m okay and at the high school which is, will be a 712 facility next year because right. we're going to be closing down Churchill right. and having the seventh and eighth graders upstairs, you know, separated from uh, the bottom of the school. But the start times will be be the same, and that will be 7:40 a.m. and uh, they'll be getting out at 2:55 p.m. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is almost so for the for the high school population, they they change the least. Right. Right. Uh, they have a ten minute longer day than they had before, but uh, other than that, it's it's or five minutes, I think even. Um, so it's almost identical. Right. So yep. for those folks that were concerned about the time changes and and all that, and we're happy that people come to give their their input, and and you know we we think life is better lived asking questions, and maybe we can change things, and maybe we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. So we examined the situation and. And basically decided to keep things the way they are with adjustments because the day is longer. Um, because there are a lot of issues with athletics and jobs. Oh, there are more issues than I ever realized. Right. And but, so you know, we're, we're the better for asking the question and you know, keeping where we are. And, and that doesn't mean sometime down the road we don't look at it again. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we heard what people had to say. And, you know, I think that's always better. We've talked about it many times. Democracy is messy and, and you're going to get you know, lots of different people's opinions, but I think at least people can't rightfully complain that they didn't have access to have input into the system. Yes. And that's, that's the important part that everybody's had a, an opportunity to give their say. So uh, I, I think that's a great decision the board made to try to, um, you know, keep things as close to the similar as they could be right now. And then, as we said, maybe down the road, some things will change. Maybe they won't. Uh, something that, that I've been asked a lot and you hit on it, that why, well, why do we have to have different start times anyway? Well, it's because we don't have an infinite number of buses. So if we had 60 buses at our disposal at one time, we could start all the buildings at the yes. same time. We just don't. And well, it's, and it's, it's not even buses, it's bus drivers. Well, exactly. We so could find anybody some, out there yeah. who wants to be a bus driver. Right. We would love to start, yes. the, we would love to start the buildings at the same time. It, yeah. it, it would be great if we could start and end all the buildings at the same time. With little staggers for parents, we understand when you're picking mm -hmm. up kids at three different buildings, you try to do it, you try to stagger them a little bit. But, um, you know, it, it's just an issue here of transportation. I mean, if we, and it's not anybody's fault. I mean, right. it's, I'm not blaming first student. They're wonderful. They've worked really hard to try to get as many drivers as possible. Um, and it's just a, it's just a, a fact that we, we only have so many drivers. So, um, you know, we have to stagger the times because we only have so many uh, drivers available to be able to do that's it. what's unique to Galesburg yep. you know we do have a rural community as well and yep you know so for those yeah like well hey you know so-and-so United or you know Knoxville or yeah it's different everybody has a different situation when I was at Farmington everybody came to one building and we started yeah. at the same time so I mean those that that's a transportation driven decision and unfortunately that's just where we are right now so um, okay. Well, I don't want to belabor the point. I just want okay. to make sure that that was out there and everybody understood some of that. So we also had to have a discussion about high school credit, right? Yep. Um, they, they, as part of transitioning from the four block to a seven period day, um, that impacts, um, high school credits. So we're going to have a, a graduated, um, change to the, to the credit requirements for, for graduation. Okay. Um, 22, it'll be 28 credits. Mm -hmm. And then each year until 26, it'll go down go by down one, one credit. credit. So and if you're in class of 23, then you'll require 27 credits. Right. So and correct me, if I'm, correct me no, if I'm wrong. This year's juniors need 27 credits. Right. Um, the class of 24 will need 26. Correct. 25 and 25. Mm -hmm. And uh, 24 for the class of 26. Correct. Yep. So Because right now you can take up to 32 classes and then... Um, the new schedule, you take up to 28 classes. So you had to do a, well, we didn't have to, but it's advisable to reduce the number of, of right. credits so that we reacted accordingly to that. So, 
Um, okay, and then uh, moving down, we had uh, the facilities discussion, so we had a lot going on there. So I'll just turn it over to you to summarize everything that happened there. Okay, well, to, to start with, we had a, a nice report from uh, the committee members about construction and where we're progressing. Um, it's uh, the 712 campus is, you know, coming along fast. Mm -hmm. um, the, the north wing is you know, very near to completion. Almost done. Yeah, um, almost done. Where we, we have the most construction remaining is in the performing arts facility yeah. and in the band and choir room. Yeah. Um, you know, so some of the board members were concerned, well, I think they're still concerned that, you know, the band, choir, and performing arts won't be ready on time. Um, according to uh, our architects uh, uh, that was, was there, just like, no, we're still, you know, spot on schedule. Yeah. Um, so if you go out there today, even uh, they're putting brick on the outside of the band in the choir room. So you wow. can start to see that uh, they're supposed to be pouring concrete in the interior uh, at, by the end of this week or the very beginning of next week. So uh, that's an exciting change to, to be able to report. And then I can tell you right now in the auditorium, they are uh, putting in ductwork up above uh, all the scaffolding. So once they get yes. the ductwork in, then they can start to put ceiling in and they can start to do everything else. So the, the, that whole interior of the of the theater is filled with scaffolding. Yeah, I mean, filled. You're yeah. right. Exactly. It is filled. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat to see. Um, um, moving on, the next thing we did is we approved uh, the, the the bids for the Bright Future uh, construction project at 940. Good. And that's uh, across the street from uh, the 712 complex where right. we currently have the GAVC program. Mm -hmm. And our intention is to expand and improve the bright future program substantially right and uh, we'll also move uh, administrative offices over there so they'll be closer to where half of our student population will be exactly and um you know um also have some storage facility for archives right. and, and computer stuff in that in that building um unfortunately that bid did come in above where we anticipated it being but it was almost almost foreseeable that it was going to be like that because of um, the way the economy's been, uh, the problems we're having with right. uh, increasing gas prices. We're still a little, as a board, I think we're a little concerned about that, that, you know, that we don't, you know, whether or not we see change orders in the future. Oh, no point. question. I mean, that's, that's a, an area of, of heightened um, awareness that, uh, you know, we are spending a bit more than, than we wanted to, but, um, assuming that there aren't a lot of change orders right. and everything else, we still are within our financial goals that the board has set. So I think that's important to mention too. And, uh, um, member Phelps at his recommendation and, and included, I may be wrong, 300,000 or $600,000 contingency. contingency. I think it's 600,000. Okay. So that, that sounds right. I, did, I didn't want to say that without being accurate, yeah. but, um, a contingency into that budget. That's the, the what if, the skeleton in the exactly. building that he's, you know, we're all concerned it's about. It's just a budgetary item for people right. out there wondering what that is. That's just in case stuff happens that you yeah. need this pool of money to, to fix the problem. And then uh, we, during that, that portion of the, the meeting, uh, we got a report from uh, Ms. Ham, our uh, financial consultant advisor. And uh, she assures us that we're, we have plenty of funds available to, uh, even with the, the excess, we're still within are yes yeah we're not outspending our means no because that's, no, that's, that's important um and as a reminder to everybody you know during all of these construction projects um 
we have stayed within our budgetary means. Um, we have, we prior to all, to all these, we, as a board, we set some financial goals for the district as far as cash on hand and, um, We've achieved achieved all of our financial goals, yep. actually in excess of our financial goals. Yep. And as part of that, we were, you know, this past year, we were actually able to um, uh, lower the property tax rate, you know, not a whole lot, but a bit. And we had a contract where we were able to give our staff, you know, pretty, you know, pretty good pay raises as right. well. Right. So, you know, we are sitting in a pretty good position. We are. We are. Um, let's see. <clears throat> Uh, move, moving on, we also approved uh, the, 20, the 22 facility improvement um, contractor award. Yeah, those were two uh, areas where we didn't get bids when we did bids last month for some right. work. And the, that was at Why Call GM. Yep. Uh, for the flooring, flooring and, and lockers. lockers. Yeah. Yes. So um, we got to have a floor in there and we got to have lockers. So yep. I, I look forward to seeing the improvements at the Why Call because we definitely are going to need that facility. Yeah, especially with seventh and eighth graders coming over, it's going to get a lot more use. Let's see. Uh, the next item uh, was the approval of sale of Nielsen. Uh, I tabled that because we had just gotten the, the bids for that. And what we're going to have to do is, you know, open the bids and have a, a special meeting probably, be, you know, at some point between the last meeting and our upcoming. Regular yeah. And just a, an update. And, and uh, I didn't even get a chance to talk to you about this beforehand, but uh, I went to the uh, zoning board last night. Uh, because we asked the city for permission to split that 12 acre parcel into two right and they did grant us permission to do that last okay. night so uh, that may only help the new purchaser it may help yeah. us who knows but that's you know it is now two parcels yep so 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 that items you know to be seen um the next item in the agenda was a, a revised facility use agreement with the city of galesburg um and there's a couple of minor changes but in the the gist of it is, is we had two agreements that were approved in, at different times. So instead, we're just combining those agreements. So in the future, we'll just approve one of them. Right. And we'll do it in the summer. So right. it'll be a lot easier to implement any changes because <clears throat> school won't have started. Right. So I, that was a very, and that was, a, uh, the city had instigated that. And I, I'm happy they did because yep. uh, that's much more efficient now. Okay. And then we moved down. We got school calendar approved, right? And the school calendar, calendar, that's been on the agenda for, you know, was it? It's two been months. out out there at least a couple of months. Yeah, two months. So you know there weren't any changes made to it. Looks like we have a, a good calendar for next year. Hopefully, uh, yeah. we we can stick with that calendar. We don't have any changes. Exactly, and it'll be nice uh, for people that are listening. The that calendar you know, will start school like more like what we used to start school like yes. in the middle of August. But every building will have air conditioning, so we won't have to worry about getting out early and doing all that. Boy, that would be nice. And then second of all, it does sprinkle in some longer breaks during the year, so we kind of. You know, we'll go pretty intense for a while, and then we'll get some breaks in. And so, um, it's not a balanced calendar, a traditionally balanced calendar, but it's closer to one. So, right. uh, there'll be a very long winter break. That's maybe the most unique part right. about it. There's three right. weeks off there in the middle for winter break almost. So, uh, and I think you know, given the last couple of years of everything that's going on, that might not be the worst thing in the world to give everybody yeah. kind of some time off and uh, you know and get ready to come back uh, hard at a second semester because we'll be able to stop the semester. Uh, in December now because we're starting earlier. Let's see. Uh, next on the agenda was the the fee proposal for, uh, and this was uh, th this was just a discussion at this point. Correct. Correct. Not uh, a big change. Right. No, there were no changes really, except for the the mandated increases in in food. And um, those are only for second, right? Second options. So if you go back for more milk or more 
more food at the 712, you have to pay a dime more. And, and for everybody out there, we, we are unique in the state of Illinois in that we don't charge any registration fees nope. or athletic participation fees. Nope. You know, it's a public education. Or technology and, fees. Or technology fees, yeah. And so many other school districts sell nickel and dime, you know, here and there for different stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we want the kids to register early and to, to be there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we get as close so, to a free public education as anybody. I right. Know. So. Yeah, I, I, that's another thing I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Um, let's see. A district activity accounts discussion. Okay, the, this was uh, with Ms. Ham. And as part of the financing, we have accounts for every little thing that, you know, all the income and expenses. And we have activity accounts for all the different activities that are held within the district. And she pr presented a proposal to eliminate some... Uh, some accounts that are basically stagnated and um, other accounts that aren't stagnated, but stuff that's going to be supported through the district, eliminating those as well and combining them into a, a different fund. So, yeah. So it's really just accounting to try to right. keep everything straight and not have to have extra accounts out there that we're not really using. Yep. And then we disposed of some GABC equipment, right? Yeah. Um, Tire machine, the tire machine, and a, a parts washer. Yeah, and uh, I guess it, because this is, you know, through the GAVC, and it's not just the high school. That's something that has to be approved. Right, and, and it's and grant funded. Grant it funded. Purchased, so there's certain so, restrictions on how you would dispose of that property. Yep. And then uh, at the end, you know, we did have some uh, personnel stuff that we did that we can't really discuss anyway. So right. I'll just kind of go past that. But uh, um, we had seniority list, and that's a yearly thing. The yep. personnel report and. and because I wasn't there to give, uh, we did not, we don't have any grievances. So that grievance no. update, no, that was a good, gone. that was a quick report. They're all gone. Yep. So, and I think we had one FOIA request and that had been taken care of. Yeah. And then we did have, I believe I was told we had a future agenda item requested, right? Yep. Um, member Phelps, uh, asked about, uh, having the architects look at putting restrooms at the tennis courts and, right. uh, you know, lighting and I, Apparently, there's there's a need to resurface the tennis courts as well. Yes. So Mr. Matthews had mentioned that. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, that would be a report from the architects where they can basically tell us, you know, the feasibility and cost of, of having right. that done. Right. Um, Anything else from the meeting that was a highlight of any of no, any kind? We've, no, other other than your absence. Yeah. You know, and, and we we were still able to get through. Uh, yeah, that's that's great. That's yeah. great. Obviously, that's wonderful, and I obviously hope I can make the next meeting. But uh, okay, well, that's all we have for today. It was uh, really appreciate President Sherpy's time, and and really, I'm excited about a lot of the things that the district's doing moving forward. So. Uh, next month at the board meeting, we will. The one thing I know we will talk about that we haven't talked about in a while is elementary uh, boundaries. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, we haven't done a complete and thorough 100% done yet, but it doesn't, I mean, for anybody listening out there, we're not talking about blowing it up and starting over. I don't, I don't even think we're going to change them at all. Okay. Um, but we are going to show what they look like. Um, by, by board policy, by board policy we, we are to supposed look to bring, bring those up. So, right. so that's so, what we're doing. Okay, good. Um, and then other than that, you know, it's just typical... Uh, springtime uh, issues and then before you know it here we'll be at graduation so it's getting warm outside and uh, really excited to, to be successfully moving through another school year here so okay well thank you very much for your time today President Sherpy we'll be talking to you again next month thank you until next time